Hello and welcome to A's Plus, the San Francisco Chronicles podcast on the Oakland A's and Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Chronicle A's beat writer Susan Slusser, and today our guest is A's third baseman, Matt Chapman, who joins us to talk about the A's difficulties getting very far away from the 500 mark of late, and his thoughts on his own season, his disappointment uh, with the way some of that is going lately, and his feelings on a potential long-term contract two days after the Chronicle spoke to his agent, Scott Boris. All of that next on Ace Plus. Hello and welcome to A's Plus Podcast. Our guest today finally is Matt Chapman. I think we've been saving you, Matt. I think you and Chris Davis are the last guys I'm getting to pretty much in here. So The Fullerton boys. Yeah, best for last, right? That's what I say. Yeah. Um, we've talked a lot in, in kind of over the last couple of months about the season and how things are going for you guys. Where do you kind of feel things are right now? It's Especially the last couple of weeks, you guys seem to be like a step forward, one step back, and just right around this 500 mark. Is that starting to get a little frustrating? Yeah, um, I think that that's kind of how it's been, you know, this all, se- all season. You know, we start off a little slow and then get hot and then kind of cool off and then get hot and then kind of cool off It's and then... Uh, you know, uh, win win some series and then drop that one of the Mariners. It's just like, like, because if we won that one against the Mariners, maybe it'd be a little different. But it just seems like we kind of chase our tail a little bit. But you know, um, that's kind of how it was last year. Um, and then we kind of got hot at the end. So I mean, not to put too much pressure on ourselves to get hot and then have to make a run. But as long as we're hanging around that mix, um, I like where we're at. You know, I mean. Um, we got to run down the wild card before we run down the Astros. Um, but, you know, realistically, we are right in that wild card chase. So, you know, not too much to be mad about, but it's a good thing to feel like, you know, maybe we haven't played to our full potential and we still are in the mix. So as long as, you know, we don't have to, you know, go do exactly what we did last season, but to be able to keep winning series and be in the mix, uh, I think it's huge. Do you guys get tired of hearing about last season? Was there been a point where, because I know we've all done it in the media, we've all been like, last year you guys did this, last year you did it, and you guys every once in a while reference it. It's kind of hard not to. You guys won 97 games last year. But is is there a point where you go like, you know what, let's just move on from all of that? Um, uh, Yes and no. I mean, last year I feel like it's something that we're still proud of, and to be, you know, in the wild card game, win 97 games when nobody expected us to, you know, win a game it seemed like um but i think it's a good reference because we got a lot of the same guys and we got a lot of the same feel you know good bullpen starting pitching that is underrated um and a bunch of young players getting a year older so it's definitely something to reference um but at at some point we got to be able to turn the page and be like you know it, it is a new year and this is We've got to, you know, re-identify ourselves because you can't hang on the coattails of last season, you know, because if last season doesn't matter if this season doesn't happen. So yeah. it's one, it's both, both. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a, good, a pretty level-headed way of looking at it. Um, I know coming into the season, we in the media spent a lot of time talking. You mentioned the rotation. We spent a lot of time saying question marks in the rotation, question marks in the rotation. It seems like they've kind of settled down and they've all all of them have been really solid here for a month plus what are your thoughts on what they've been doing for you and like even a guy like Tanner Anderson comes up and has been really unexpectedly good yeah um it's been huge for us it's part of the reason why we've even been able to hang around I feel like it's just getting quality start off to quality start I mean Frankie Montas 
you know, deserving to be an all-star. I mean, enough said there. Uh, Brad Anderson's pitching great again. I mean, he goes out there and he knows how to pitch, gives you a quality outing. Fires has just been, you know, really, really, really good in his last, I don't know, five, six starts, whatever it's been. So that's been huge for us and Tanner to come in like that. And it's it's been a really good mix. Um, and Bassett has been great as well. So everybody has been contributing and they've been giving us a chance to stay in games and um you know they they always seem to dog our starting pitching but i think our starting pitching is great last year i'm doing it again but last year obviously the bullpen was really a strength this year they've had a you know a few more blips and it's been a little tougher i think uh, everyone around here knows that they they're going to get back and kind of their stride get back on track um but another thing was late in games last year, the offense. You guys would you know, score a lot of late runs or a lot of late comes at, comebacks, and we have not seen that quite as much this year. Is there, I mean, is there a reason for that, or is it just kind of coincidence? What, what do you think is going on? Yeah, um, I would say coincidence, because I mean, I think last year, what did we score the most runs in the eighth inning? Yeah. Like, and like second most in the ninth or something, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, to be able to get those big hits is hard. Um, I think that last year it just kind of seemed to all happen really well for us at the end like that. I think we um, we haven't been getting maybe necessarily some of those big hits. We have, it's tough, you know, because it seemed like last year we won a lot of those battles in the eighth and ninth inning and, and now the pitchers seem to be winning those battles a lot of times. I mean, a lot of the times when you're facing the Astros back end of their bullpen or even teams like the Angels, uh, I mean, with Buttery and those guys that they have, like, I mean, it seems like every single team we're facing has arms in the end of the inning or Leclerc for the Rangers. So guys like that, um, I mean, maybe Chris Davis being hurt for two weeks because he kind of seemed to be the guy that would hit all the go-ahead homers. So maybe we're just saving him for... Right. The end of the year. And you guys were, were without Matt Olson for yeah. five weeks, and I know we talked a couple times during that stretch where you, you you mentioned last year when you were out, the team like kept on winning. This year, when Matt was out, you guys struggled a little bit. Yeah, I mean he, it just goes to show how important he is to our team. Uh, I'm replaceable, but he, I mean he just makes our infield better, and he's a big left-handed bat in our lineup, and I think he does handle those late-inning pitchers well. He's always been good at hitting velo. Um, how do you evaluate your own season? Um, <laughs> pretty standard. Uh, start. I mean, I don't usually start as well as I did. I'm notorious for starting slow and then finishing strong. I mean, I feel like I'm definitely a second-half player, um, which is harder to keep in perspective than you'd think. But, I mean, from a team standpoint, I'm happy that we're still in the running and we have stuff to play for and I'm excited and it motivates me to f figure out what I'm doing at the plate so that I can help the team take that next step and get over the hump. So I'm thinking that, that I mean, from a positive outlook, I want to just figure out how to, you know, shorten this little, you know, rough patch I've been in, per se, and find a way to get out of it and then help the team be successful for the rest of the year. Because I know I'm good enough, obviously, to have success at this level. It's kind of make an adjustment to how guys are pitching me because um, I've been getting pitched pretty tough lately. They're not giving me any, you know, they're making me make either hit great pitches or I need to be able to take my walks or whatever it is. Um, and I'm being, you know, pitch differently and things like that but as in my season I would look back and just you know 
uh, underachieving, in my opinion. I mean, I'm better than how I'm playing offensively and defensively. Um, but, I mean, I can't control that. But it, it, you know, obviously is upsetting that to me personally, when I feel like I can do more, it's not because I want better numbers or things like that. I just feel like I can help the team win more. And I feel like we would be in a better position if I was playing better. Um, and that doesn't, that's not me trying to be selfish. That's just me just wanting to help the team win. And I feel like when you don't play to your capabilities, it's just frustrating. We, we talked earlier in the season because you, uh, at one point, you were really cut down on your strikeouts a ton. But this is a game of adjustments. Do you feel like maybe pitchers realizing that you were striking out way less maybe started pitching you a little differently? Is that mm -hmm. was that something that kind of now you maybe have to make the adjustment back a little yeah, bit to that? I think that that's the thing. Like at the end of last season, I made that adjustment, really had a great second half. And then I started off really good. And then I think it was like, okay, guys started to like, hey, we need to change how we pitch this guy, whatever it is. And now I need to... I need to be better about making that adjustment, you know, whether it's pitch selection or maybe not knowing that I can't go up there and just drive a ball every time. I got to be able to take my hits and play the game a little bit better. So I got to got to make that adjustment. Um, and I think the strikeouts by the end of the season, when you look at the season as a whole, will be cut down. Um, I think that there's been a everything kind of comes in waves for me offensively. I've never been as consistent as my defense. Um, so I feel like for me, my, I, when I'm feeling really good, I don't strike out ever. Like I feel like I've got the ability to put the bat on the ball, but then when I do start striking out, it kind of comes in bunches. Like that last road trip was kind of a tough one for me personally. Um, something that I hadn't had happen to me in a long time. Um, so I think that the strikeouts is just gonna, I think that when you look back at the season, they'll be cut down significantly. You know, maybe not how it was at the beginning of the season, but Percentage-wise, I don't know what it's at right now, but I know I cut down on it by like half. Maybe I won't cut down on it by half at the end of the season, but it'll be a little less than half. But like it's gonna, because I feel like I'm gonna when I start playing better, my strikeouts will go right back down, and then I can keep it rolling, and then it'll kind of even itself out. But um, yeah, just kind of one of those things right now. You um, mentioned that you feel like maybe you're not performing entirely up to your capability defensively, which that's surprising to me because we know you're the platinum glove player in the American League and obviously gold glove third baseman. What do you feel is going on with you defensively? I know last year at one point you told me you feel like you can be even better defensively, which I don't really understand how that would work. But is that is it that that you just maybe aren't feel like you're not going up to that next level? Um, I would just say. Like, for instance, like the error I made last night is like something that I feel like I'm better than I shouldn't make those errors. But I still would rather err on the side of being aggressive than, you know, not wanting the ball hit to me, which is never the case. But I feel like just uh, putting myself in better positions to make plays. And I missed a lot of balls by like one step, just being like, so I feel like I've been. Uh, I don't know, it's just one of those years, but like last year we seemed to get more ground balls. So it was like maybe there's more chances last year, whatever it is, every season's different. So I feel like I'm starting to learn like, you know, cause you're gonna have, you know, some years where you do this a little better than you do something else. So it's kind of like, maybe it's not even worse that I just feel like, you know, I just want to be able to do more. Right. Well, some of that's positioning and some of it is how the pitchers are, wind up pitching guys yeah. depending on where you're positioned. So yeah. you can't always do too much about that, right? No, um, that, that's true. I think that I uh, might just be too hard on myself sometimes, but I think it's gotten to me. It's gotten me to this point for sure. But, uh, you know, I, I got to be able to um, 
take it for what it is and just keep being able to move forward. Yeah, I think you should be perfectly positioned for every single ball that's hit to the left side all the time, Matt. Yes, yeah, right. definitely. I think we all think that's that. So <laughs> yeah, it's so realistic. Um, you guys are getting some big pieces back, uh, you know, and maybe the next sort of month. AJ Puck could be back, probably in the bullpen. Um, Sean Mania could be back. Draw Cotton could be back. And Jesus Lazardo could wind up being in the rotation. From what you know of some of these guys and have seen of somebody like Lazardo, what do you think about adding those pieces, particularly in, you know, the bullpen, if you have somebody like Puck or Cotton coming out of it, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, it excites me, especially three lefties. Uh, you look at a lot of the good teams and they have left-handed starters and relievers, like a lot of uh, options, so that excites me. Um, AJ Puck throwing 97 to 100 excites me. Um, and then Cotton, I know he had a little setback with the hamstring, um, but I mean, I know what he's capable of and to be able to see him pitch would be great. Um, Sean, I mean, we, we obviously love that guy and we want him back as soon as possible. I just want to make sure that he's, you know, healthy and all strong. So if he's listening to this, just <laughs> do, take it one step at a time. But when he's back, I know that I mean, just him being out there is huge for us. Um, and Jesus Lazardo, I mean, seems like the second they cleared him, he hasn't skipped a beat. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So I think that... Uh, I mean that's exciting. He's he's gonna be a star, so I'm I can't wait for him to get here. Good things in the second half potentially. Your agent Scott Boris was here yesterday because he represents Logan Davidson, the team's first round pick. Um, so we talked a little bit about the concept of long-term extensions for young players. Obviously, fans always are very interested in you and your future and Matt Olson and his future. Do you have kind of a general theory about long-term extensions versus not? I know, obviously, this has been your organization. You love it here. Um, but I think players usually say it has to make sense for both sides and all of that. Yeah. Do you think much about it even? You're, you know, you're so um, long away for free, from free yeah, agency. I mean, I'd be lying to you if I told you I didn't think about it. I mean, it's... Uh, I mean, it's kind of like one of those things where it would be a dream come true. You know, that's someone that I've worked my whole life for is to be able to play baseball and, you know, ensure that, you know, myself and my family can be taken care of. And then all I have to worry about is just going out there and getting better and helping my team win, which, I mean, to me sounds like a dream come true. Um, but then, you know, there's obviously the business side of things that come into it and I have to take you know, advice from, you know, my agent and my family, myself, and trying to figure out what's best for me and what's best for my future. Um, I do want to, I do want to be a part of this team and I do, I would love to be extended and I would love to play long term. Um, it's just, like you said, got to be, uh, you know, fair for both sides and then hopefully we can get something done. And a new stadium too. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that would be fun to play in a new stadium. Yeah. Put that in your contract, in fact. Yeah. Maybe that'll help. Yeah, I'll <laughs> sign with a new stadium. There you go. You heard it here first. Matt Chapman, thanks so much for joining us on A's Plus. All right, thank you. Our thanks again to Matt Chapman for joining us on A's Plus. Our producers today were King Kaufman and Libby Coleman. We will be back next week with more A's Plus. Thanks for listening. A's Plus is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. If you like this show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to it wherever you get your podcasts. And if you've got a minute to give us a quick review, that helps us build our audience so we can keep growing. Follow me on Twitter, at Susan Slusser. Support A's Plus and a lot of great journalism with a subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. There are print and digital editions. Find out more at sanfranciscochronicle.com slash subscribe.